was a level headed dancer on the road to alcohol. And I was just a soldier on my way to Montreal. What's up, everybody? Thank you for listening to this week's episode of From Here It's Potable Thanksgiving Week Special. Uh, we're going to do a quick one just looking towards the uh, Oklahoma State game and kind of uh, what we can expect from the Red Raiders, what we can expect from the Pokes, and hopefully looking forward to a Texas Tech victory. So let's go ahead and get started. All right, Brandon, we got we to gotta do this a little fast because somebody's got to go cover a Texas Tech basketball game. Yep, it's that time of year. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited to get there. It's going to be a lot different. And uh, as before the game tips off, obviously, I'll do the live thread and provide some updates on how the feel is because 4,000 fans is obviously going to be a, a lot different than what we're used to. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> at least you know i was thinking just talk, the difference in talking about tech football and tech basketball and it's like whenever i hear like let's talk about tech basketball i just like just my whole body kind of perks up and i'm just like yeah <laughs> let's talk about it let's go through the roster you know let, what 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 are the heights that this team can reach you know and then <laughs> when we decided we're going to talk a little tech football it's like okay let's, yeah. get, let's go ahead and get this over with uh, which is today but uh Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. We, uh, we'll have plenty to talk about next week as we kind of see how the, the basketball rotation ends up, you know, these mm-hmm. first two games, um, which who knows if that's the way it'll be going forward or, you know, I'm sure Beard's going to want to play around a little bit with it, but uh, we'll yeah. definitely hit that up next week. Um, so anyway, like I said, let's, let's do a little Oklahoma State preview. Um, this is one that's that's weird to me because, you know, as, as bad as tech football has been as the past two years, this has been the bright spot in both of those years, um, mm-hmm. which I don't know what you think about that. Uh, it's weird to me, though. That's the first word that comes to my mind. Yeah, no, it's odd. It's odd, especially because Oklahoma State is usually this uh, – not they're not in the level of Oklahoma of being, you know, a top five playoff top four playoff team or anything like that but at one point they were kind of looking like that and then it seems like you're the Iowa State to them as they are to you as Cyclones are to Texas Tech so um, I still don't feel very very good about that I never never feel good about the game going in but um, the outcome is always surprising at least the past couple years yeah and it you know you think about the the year Cliffs last season when we beat Oklahoma State in Stillwater the mood around the program Program was we've turned a corner, you know things are changing, um, we, you know Cliff's culture is finally we finally got that buy, buy in. We've got a group around him that's ready to succeed, and yeah. then <clears throat> Bowman gets hurt against Oklahoma, and your season's pretty much over. Yeah, and uh, that game, I mean, everybody's thinking you know Cliff's not going anywhere because he was kind of on that hot year of what eventually did happen, obviously. But um, going in, you beat Oklahoma on the road. Oklahoma State, excuse me. Beat Oklahoma State on the road. And, you know, you're competing in all these other games. And everybody's feeling good. And then, like you said, the, the program was confident at that time. And then things just fell off for you. So, uh, And a lot of that, I mean, Alan Bowman has beat this team already. So that's why, that's why I'm feeling um, kind of confident going in, just because Alan seems to know what he's doing against the, the pokes there. Yeah. Uh, I was just pulled up his stats from that game. I remember Tech beating them pretty good. I don't remember it being 41-17. <laughs> I 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that is a straight up beat down. Um, just looking at Bowman through uh, 35 or 46 times, completed 35 of them for 397 yards and two touchdowns. Do you remember who read the, or who led the team in rushing that week? It's kind of a random one. So what year was that? 2018. Because that was 18, right? Yeah. Oh, man, I haven't drawn a blank. I want to say it wasn't one of those transfer running backs. No. Demarcus Felton. 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 Yep. yep. He felt. Yep. And then Wesley, of course, led the team in receiving. But one thing that stood out to me is, you know, you think of look at last year's game and, you, you know, uh, Oklahoma State turned the ball over, you know, several times. Um, and just could never really get going, especially like the first three quarters offensively. Um, and that's kind of how Tech was able to jump out to a, a lead that should have been bigger, but they ended up kicking field goals. Um, you know, in this game, though, Bowman threw two picks. You know, he, he was two touchdowns, two picks. So it wasn't – I mean, you just – you in 2018, you just beat them. I felt, excuse me, I felt like last year it was almost a – they beat themselves and you took a, you took advantage of the opportunity. Is that unfair? No, no, I, I agree. Cause I mean, going in, they were four and one, I believe. And then, uh, you, I mean, they, they looked to, I mean, they had a better second half. They just kind of got off to a slow start there at the beginning and three interceptions. Yeah. going to help you. Tech was up uh 20 to seven at halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, should have been more. I remember thinking that at the time, um, because you kicked three field goals in the first quarter instead of punching any of those in. And I remember being like, that's going to come back to bite you. And, and I almost did because, you know, because uh, yeah. 35-45, um, and y- it felt like you were holding on towards the end. Um, but, you know, Duff. now Duff, Duffy played really well, mm-hmm. threw for over 400 yards. Um, and you, know, you, uh, you're you took it. care of the football. Yes, and that and that was ultimately the difference in the game. Sanders had yeah. three interceptions and a fumble. I think he turned it over himself four times. And, and then, then uh, um, Chuba had a hell of a game. It never felt like he did. No, never did. It was, one of the, it was one of those games where, like, he got his yards, but he also carried the ball 34 times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, reached the end zone three times. and Yeah, but and it's it's one of those deals, and it's something that I, I think about when I think about this game, and it, and honestly, a lot of when I watched Oklahoma State last year, is it's just like you have these offensive well weapons. You have Tillon Wallace or Tylen or however you say it. Yeah. You have Chuba Hubbard, um, and you know you you they're always bringing in guys who you're that that feel like threats. You know, at the skill position, they always have a solid offensive line, and you and you're just like, what? Like, what is the deal? And I can tell you, part of that deal is them running Chuba. 34 times against that Texas Tech secondary last year. You know, I remember just every time they handed it off thinking, thank God, you know, like (laughs) I know we had three picks, but I mean, we all remember how bad the secondary was last year, you know, containing the big play. Um, And I I think that's part of the reason Tech beats them is they play into Tech. I think it's just think it's a good, good matchup. You know, they're going to want to run the ball. And this defense has been the past couple of years pretty good at stopping the run. They're not going to do anything. They're not going to do what Oklahoma does to you. Just okay. Here are our athletes. Try to cover them. I'm if pretty they sure. did, I think Tech Tech would be in trouble, but they just don't. Yeah. And last year, I'm mean, pretty sure uh, Jordan Brooks was the Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Week because he had three sacks, 
and mm-hmm. uh, eight solo tackles, 11 assisted tackles. But then Doug yep. Coleman had two of his interceptions, so uh, that defense was lighting it up against them. So, And I think this defense can do the same uh, this time. We'll just see who can produce like Jordan or if uh, you know Keith Patterson goes in thinking that he's going to run the same game plan. But on offense, um, I think Allen hit – 11 different receivers that they were running backs. So 11 different players. Now, some of them only had one catch, but um, yeah, he, he no, spread the so ball good. pretty well. Yeah, and you know, you uh, you mentioned the defense and getting to the quarterback. Um, Oklahoma State's offensive line, in terms of football outsiders, offensive line ratings, and they take you know all kinds of analytics into mind. Tech is 67th, which honestly better than I thought. Yeah. Um, and Oklahoma, do you have any guess off the top of your head what Oklahoma State is out of, uh, what is it, out of 124? I think you're right. Uh, out of, wow, I should have had this ready to go. 100, 130, I believe. 130, okay. Or the were, ones that were they In terms of what category again? All like here, let me read them. It is sorry, I had it pulled up here. Offensive line, you have line yards per carry, standard down line yards per carry, passing down line yards per carry, opportunity rate, which is basically if there's four yards available, how many yards of those four do you get? Yeah. Power success rate and stuff rate. And then they also take sacks into it. So it's basically just yeah. a culminating stat of everything that goes into offensive line play. Tech is 77th. What do you think? Or sorry, 67th. What do you think Oklahoma State is? 66th? 109th. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought it was going to be close. Because remember, they had guys opt out. They had guys retire. Yeah. Um, and, um, and so, I, you know, they're – so going into that, the tech's offensive rating on as bad as we've thought this whole season has been the often and it has been the offensive rating on that same football outsiders is 51st oklahoma state 53rd so as bad as we've thought that and it has been tech's offensive production has been oklahoma state has been worse in both in total offensive production and in the specifically offensive line play that's surprising Especially yeah. with what we've seen this year from our offensive line. Right. I mean, and they're worse in both. I mean, they're significantly worse offensive line-wise. You know, so as bad as Tech can be sometimes at getting to the quarterback, if there was a week to do it, you know, this is the one. And, mm-hmm. and you know, they're plagued by kind of what we're plagued by. You know, as, as much as we think that Bowman and Columbia are good in certain spots, neither one of them are like – you know, all big 12 caliber guys yeah. who can carry an offense. And we're seeing the repercussions of that. I think Oklahoma state's the same way. I don't think Sanders or the, their freshmen that they have, I don't think, you know, I, and I don't like the way Gundy even manages that situation. You know, it's, as much as we complain about the way Wells and Yost handle our quarterback situation, I think Gundy handles his worse. Um, and, and to me, the, all of these things I'm laying out is, is why I think tech has a chance because I don't think, it's not going to be an Oklahoma situation where all of a sudden you're down by 28 points and there's no way you're coming back. I think even if you start the game terribly, the most you're going to be down is 14, you know, and you can, mm-hmm. you can come back from that. Yeah. And that's exactly what I was thinking. I don't think this is going to be an Oklahoma situation um, at all. I think this is going to be a close one. I mean, they uh, lost to Texas in overtime three weeks ago and they lost, they barely edged out Kansas state 20 to 18. Mm-hmm. 
and then they have that bye week, and then Oklahoma just takes them takes them to town, almost like you did uh, with the forty one to thirteen it, score. It should so, have been like what it, if they would have if Oklahoma State would have turned the ball over like we did, you know, in in plus territory. I think it mm-hmm. would have been even worse. I yeah. think Gundy just tried to stem the tide there towards the end. Um, and you look at you know you look at their offensive just straight how many points did they score and I didn't watch all of these games so some of that could have been defensive special teams but you just look at the final scores and it's 16 against Tulsa 27 against West Virginia 47 against Kansas okay 24 against Iowa State 20 against Kansas State 34 in overtime and against Texas 13 against Oklahoma I mean that's not those aren't good no, <laughs> in the Big yeah, 12. Yeah, take out the you Kansas I mean? game and yeah. I mean, so to me, and I feel like we've said this for how many weeks in a row, this game will probably be ugly. There's not going to be a lot of points scored. There's not going to be pretty offense played. You know, if anything, I like – and, we, and we, we said this with Hunter last week, you know, the defense statistically isn't very good. Yeah. But we do feel like it gives you a chance. And so it's almost yes. – I mean, who would have thought – we would be watching a tech Oklahoma state game excited to watch the defensive guys. No. Yeah. Legit. This isn't your older brother's Texas tech defense <laughs> no, or, or even Oklahoma state, you know, like, yeah. but it's uh, also not a Texas tech older brother offense that you're used to. So yeah. Um, there isn't something and interesting. Just though. T- go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, you're good. So it was back on the, just the, we talked last week about the secondary a lot. Um, they've only allowed 226 combined, and this is Texas Tech secondary, um, to TCU and Baylor. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, this defense can do it. They can get the job done. Oh, yeah. And I think you're playing – I think you'll see the most talented receiver group that you've seen. Yes, Out of those sure. with uh, Stoner and Wallace. But mm-hmm. I don't think the quarterback's that much better. I mean, man, yep. that's still the guy getting the ball to those guys. I mean – so you're definitely, but I mean, I like, I mean, I think Fields, you know, I, he's not going to win that matchup, but he's going to fight against yeah. uh, Wallace, you know. And, and I think he and said that's that the, um, the most you can ask for. I think Coach Wells said that they were going to switch, you know, they're, they were going to have to switch, but Demarcus would be the guy that would start on him. And then just depending yeah. on lineup or where Zach McPherson takes him sometimes. So, yeah, that was that. That was the next guy. I was like, I, I wouldn't, I don't even know if I would have fields follow him because I trust McPherson. Yeah. I wouldn't follow the ball. And like you said, it's um, Spencer Sanders. That's it, Here's a guy that's coming in or I guess, you know, they're staying in Stillwater, but who showed up to Lubbock last year and just, you know, didn't, didn't provide you anything. So, you know, he has to be no. thinking about that game and maybe that's kind of lingering in his head and you take advantage of that because I mean, Colin Schooler has been having tremendous weeks these past few, this past mm-hmm. month probably. And, I mean, that's a guy that you got to watch yeah. out for if you're a quarterback, especially a scrambling one like uh, like uh, Sanders. Oh, yeah. You know you know they watched that Baylor film and noticed yeah, that. Yeah, so. yeah I was about, and you know they saw the, the hit on the goal line on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I'm just interested yeah. to see how they how Gundy does end up using Sanders this year. Because last year, obviously, they I think Wallace, uh, Tylen Wallace had 11 catches. He only had 22 completions. So, I mean, you shut him mm-hmm. down, you're pretty much in the game. I mean, you know, as we record yeah. this, I'm starting to be more optimistic, honestly, because I forgot about the past few years, well, like, in, in depth. Yeah. 
and and you look you look at the Texas Tech fan base right now, and especially you know Red Raider sports, and you're everybody's pretty down, and rightfully so. But when you actually look at the the game being played, and to me, football is all about matchups. That's why you can't yes. say like, oh well, you know this team beat that team. So that team should beat this. Like you can't do that. in football. Yeah, especially it's all this year. about how does, yeah. How does team a match up with team B forget everything else. And I think mm-hmm. tech matches up well against Oklahoma state. And I, and I don't, you know, there's a big thread on rhetoric sports about Mike Gundy and the job he's done at Oklahoma state. And I think he has done a good job building that program to what it is now, but I don't think, even he would say these past few years have been his best <laughs> years. Yeah, I think last year is a prime example of it. There's no reason that that Oklahoma State team should have lost to the Tech team by as much as they did. You know, and, and I think part—I mean—that has to come back to coaching at some level. Yeah. Um, I mean, when's the last time Gundy um, beat Oklahoma? <laughs> I mean, there I saw it on Twitter because it was including his days as a player too, which is just insult <laughs> to injury. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I don't even remember. I, it's like you, you know, said was, the matchups, like it's like they were highly ranked and they're going in, they're feeling good. I think they lost to Texas, but that's when it kind of dropped. But then Oklahoma just whoops you. It's just that that's just what we're used to seeing. So, but then, yeah. you know, um, I think even Coach Beard brought it up the other day about how he's expecting some crazy things this season. And uh, he's a big football guy, so a college football guy. And he brought up Iowa State in their first two weeks or their first couple of weeks and uh, how they got upset and they lost and now they're at the top of the conference so we'll see we'll see if Oklahoma State can bounce back I mean they've been struggling the past few weeks including a win against Kansas State but um, I mean this could be a trap game for them for sure yeah and and I've said it for a few weeks is like I just don't think they're that much better than we are I think that they are I think their ceiling and their floor are closer together like I don't think you're gonna I don't think they're going to blow a game to Kansas like we could. Um, yeah. But I don't, I don't think that their ceiling is so much higher that our, uh, than ours that if we both play our best games that we can't beat them. I don't think that is going to happen. Um, and, and that's another reason why I just, I just have a good feeling. I just It's going to be close, and if some guys make a play like they did against Baylor, we'll win. And if some of Oklahoma State guys make a play, they will. It, it, you know, and it's – to me, that's all it comes down to. The one thing that I wanted to point out, well, I guess two things. First thing, defensive ratings. We talked about the offensive ratings, Tech 51, Oklahoma State 53. Tech is 75th in those defensive ratings on football outsiders. Oklahoma State mm-hmm. is 11th. And to, that is why I think they're so highly touted. Is that defense, for as bad as their offense has been, you know, the difference between their bad offense and Tech's bad offense is their defense is actually winning them games. The Tech yeah. defense is not. They're just keeping them in them. Um, but I will say they're 101st in turnovers. So, you know. Creating turn- turn- as, turnovers? Yeah, creating okay. turnovers. So, as long as you you don't just give it to them, they're not, you know, they're not going to go out there. They've had a bad of a problem as we have. So, you know, um, don't give them easy – points and I, you know like, like we said I think this game should be close and you know hunter friend of the podcast uh pointed out in our redditor sports message about how bad you know tech special teams has been and we all know that and in those special teams ratings on that website tech is 118th they're nearly last in starting field position yeah. which again really hurts already struggling offense 
but Oklahoma State's 80th. So it's not like they're world beaters in that category. So, again, just another metric to look at to say that this game is going to be close. Yep. <laughs> 11 a.m. start, too. Yeah. Which I, think I think that helps Tech as much as it does anything else, you know, being that it's on the road, which I know yeah. Tech has struggled on the road, but I'd much rather I – don't, I don't want any business of a – the later it gets in Stillwater, you know, I just, yeah, just I feel that. which that all is cliche, I'm sure. But, you know, I've, maybe it matters to some degree. I just, I just like to get up there, get the job done <laughs> early. But yeah, and you're, I mean, uh, you're just, you're kind of just hoping to get a road win. You haven't had one this entire yeah. year. Yeah. And, you know, that's another, you can say what you want about the Kansas State game. You should have, you should have won, but you didn't. Um, I guess maybe the heck, maybe the 11 a.m. start will shake things up. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe Tech will come out better because, like you said, 11 a.m. on Fox. Yet. Yeah, I mean. So you're on the, you're in the spotlight. Yeah, and like I said, it's I, I like that Bowman's getting the start because, like you pointed out, he's beaten them. He's played well against them. And especially with, um, you know, their defensive line being pretty good and being able to get after the quarterback, he's the one that's going to – make the quick decision hopefully it's a downfield decision not a check down check down check down decision because i think if you force the ball downfield you're going to have a chance to create some big plays and ultimately win um it wouldn't shock me if boom i know wells has said they're going to play both but if bowman comes out and is is really throwing the ball well i think that uh he may be the only quarterback we see on saturday yeah, I wouldn't be shocked either. I mean, you ride you ride him and keep it going, keep it moving. But like you said, I just really want to see them take some shots down the field. It's worked for him. I mean, it worked for him last week or two weeks ago, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. kind of like when are you going to realize, like, you, this is what you should be doing. <laughs> yeah. And so. Then, you know, we've just complained about all year is just the lack of what seems like a plan on offense. And so, you know. Maybe they realize they get this game, and then they've got the worst team in the conference to finish out the season. Maybe you finish out five and five, and you feel mm-hmm. good heading into 2020, 2021, excuse me. Um, and so maybe they'll, you know, they'll empty the bag and they'll they'll go down swinging or try to pull out a win. They, that's what you can hope for. I've I've wanted it every week and haven't really seen it, so maybe I'm dumb for even hoping. But that's what I'm going to go in looking for. Yeah, no, if you finish five and five, I mean, I was already kind of smirking because you, you're not, uh, you didn't have a losing season. Yeah. And you should I be would... six and four if you do end up yep. winning these last two because obviously Texas, and yep. I mean, and you can throw in another, like a couple of others, but still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those deals where you finish five and five. I don't, for as angry as the fan base has been, I don't think, I don't know how you're, you justify being angry after yeah. a five and five finish. But again, five and five with the, with the non-traditional off season. Yeah. Um, no recruiting the dead period all year. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, that's the, that's the coaches focusing on this team. So. Yeah, it would be huge, but you still gotta, you gotta go out and win two games to do it. Two teams, yep. you know, one that one that beat you last year, one that has been historically better than you in recent history. Um, so, but you've, you've got their number. So um, it'll be yeah. a real test. And like I said, for as, 
for as mixed feelings as the fan base seems to have on Wells, he can go out and beat Oklahoma State, beat Kansas. Maybe this thing starts to turn around. Um, but, you know. And if you knows, don't do that, maybe, it's, you know, you're three and seven. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, then there are serious questions that need yes. to be asked and answered of people. <laughs> so either way, these two games will absolutely tell the story of the season. Um, because like, like I've said previously, you have beaten everybody you've spo- you're supposed to beat so far and lost everybody you're supposed to have lose, lost to so far. Um, so if you can somehow flip this, ga- these ga- this game and win out to me for as frustrated as you can be about the TCU game, kicking on second down, some of the other stuff, you've got to just say, all right, you've earned, you know, you all have earned my trust for another year. Let's see what you can do. So. Yep. Well, I know that was short, but I know you got to get to the basketball game. So, um, you have anything else yes. before we get out of here? Uh, no. Oh, all right. Be... Oh, <laughs> I thought you said you said yes. Like I thought you had some some big uh, stat you were going to give us. Oh no, no, no. But uh, I'm I'm excited to get into basketball. Like you said, we'll do that next week. Um, mm-hmm. We'll get our first glimpse of. We're going to get thrown three games here pretty quickly, so we're going to have a lot yeah, to a lot to talk about. And uh, yep. but I'm um, interested to see, uh, you know, who, who trots out there tonight, at least the starting five. So, yes, I'm very interested to see minutes, distri- how they're distribu- distributed, um, because that's kind of been something we've talked about all offseason is you've got 13, 14 guys that can play. Yeah. How are you going to get that done, <laughs> essentially? So I'll be very interested to see how that goes. Yep, um, And I'm excited so, to right. get a four to one mask. So. Oh, that's right. There you go. Yeah, I don't know if the media is getting them. I mean, it'd be cool, but I'll try to snag well, they one. Do, try to try to grab to try to snag two. Yeah, I'll try to grab <laughs> Send some. one my way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, well, you have a good time. Uh, you have too. A good Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving and, to everybody. Yep, yep. Yep. And we will be back next week, uh, hopefully, breaking down a, a bunch of Texas Tech wins. But no, either way, we'll be here. So um, we will see y'all next week. Mind if you ever switch it up. Yeah.